Well, another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. And I've mentioned this before on the live stream. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on an episode of this show. Uh, we're not going to use the voice editor thing anymore. That was a product from Adobe that we were testing out called Adobe Podcast. And what you do is you upload your podcast episode to them. And in 10 minutes or less, their AI, their AI, you know, machine learning thing, corrects your voice, takes out, uh, takes out little distractions and, and background noise, like the air conditioning running or whatever. It makes it sound like it's coming from a professional microphone with a pop filter and all that. And uh, the issue is, I think it's getting worse. I think it's, it's making my voice sound less and less human, like some kind of Darth Vader. Like I'm, I'm losing, losing the personality I put into these episodes. And uh, so we're taking a, a break from any kind of editing of the product after it's recorded. I realize some people think I have a whiny voice or I sound congested half the time due to my long COVID. Just the way it goes. I'd rather sound like that than sound like some Sith Lord. Uh, I think we got to tap the brakes on all this AI stuff, right? The, the once heralded as great AI podcast editor is glorified garbage. And uh, this chatbot stuff, chat GPT. Certainly gives a lot of brilliant answers. If you're if you're tailored enough in your question, it can definitely give you a lot of good information. And I do think it's what comes after the search engine and before AGI or general artificial intelligence, the kind of Ultron or Skynet thing that we've seen in the movies that's genuinely smarter than humans and can make its own decisions. We're not there yet, but this is still significant. And then you got the Bing AI which is a cousin of ChatGPT. They basically took a, a spin-up of ChatGPT, they licensed it from OpenAI, and uh, connected it to a live search engine. So again, the difference between ChatGPT, which is pretty good, pretty good for a number of topics, and Bing's AI, which is unhinged and kind of demented, kind of demented and childish and needy, it seems difference is they connected it to the internet so maybe that wasn't such a good idea and we'll see what happens from here but uh so uh, we're keeping an eye on all the ai developments and if you want my latest thoughts on that as well as crypto and uh the other big issues of the day we have brand new research brand new book app both kindle download and uh, in stock is a paperback amazon prime and I'm just blown away that so many of you guys download the books when we come out with something. We don't come out with stuff frivolously, right? It's not like I got some book deal and now I need to promote it to make good on my you know, contract with the publisher. Nothing like that. We published it. As a company, it went to paperback within just days of uh, the final draft being sent in. So we published it ourselves. The Kindle version, again, is something you can get instantly. And I'm just really, uh, really happily surprised by how many people have already downloaded it. Again, for the first week or so, it was number one in its category on Amazon. It was a huge category, the one hour math and science reads, you know, short books about math and science. It was up there number one for a week. So greatly appreciated. Uh, there's a level of depth I could go into in writing 
that we can't usually do on a live stream or a quick podcast episode. But aside from all the concerns about the emerging AI, uh, people are worried about Russia withdrawing from this START treaty. Why withdraw from a treaty if you're not worried about breaking the terms of the treaty? Why would you withdraw from it? One of the most important nuclear treaties between Western powers, the START treaty. And uh, he pulled out, Putin pulled out. If only somebody had pulled out before, uh, if only someone had pulled out before having Putin, before he was born, we'd be not having this discussion right now, but here we are. And uh, we put a poll up on our Twitter, our Twitter feed. It just went up a few hours ago. We asked the World War III poll, do you think we will see a nuclear engagement of some kind in 2023? It's a pretty tightly tailored question because they're not just asking, do you think we'll see nuclear war? But do you think we'll see it at some point this year? And we posed that again to just the, the great Twitter public. And 40.8% uh, of respondents said yes. That's the largest answer. 40.8% yes, 38.3% no, and then 20.8% unsure. And uh, 120 votes so far. So we'll keep an eye on that. And got to give a little shout out to uh, Twitter and Musk World, to whoever you know runs things over there. Because we had replied to a few tweets by Elon. And I'd said, hey, dog. That's my cat in the background, not a dog. But I'd said, hey, dog, our, our tweets are no longer surfacing. We've been totally shadowed. We don't even appear in search results. And uh, he or somebody around him must have taken notice because now it's, it's an account that's not only... Not only does it pop up in search results, we pop up like first in search results. So kind of how I used to be treated on Twitter six years ago. So thank you for that, whoever listened to our complaints. I just want to be treated fairly, like the book. I don't ask for anything special. Just read the free sample on Amazon. And if you like it, consider downloading the whole thing. And again, it's not like I'm some media personality who has a book out that I need to promote. It's just relevant info. Very timely stuff. And uh, that's it. That's the update. Happy uh, Wednesday. Stay tuned for more. And uh, yeah, stay safe. You're listening to Fulcrum News. Real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.